0: And I'm Eve. This is Kitchen Table Cult, where two <laughs> colorful escapees talk about our experiences in the cultish underbelly of the religious right.
1: This song really should be prefaced with the observation of a newspaper editor I met once. He said that John Birch Society really should be called the Jack Ash Society. A bunch of jack-ashites from Bellum en masse have suffered a terrible fright. They looked under their beds and discovered such reds as Avon and Milton and Dwight. If more you would know of this jack ash read the blue book, the black book, the
0: white.
1: If you do, you will find we're all reds of some kind. Like and Milton, and so that's like all you need to know about yep. the John Ash Society <laughs> or John Birch Society I it right. the John Birch society um
0: yeah,
1: end of episode. We... End of episode. <laughs> that was Pete Seeger. Yeah, Seeger, the the wonderful, uh, the great, uh, singing about the Jack Ash Society. Yeah. Haha. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so why why are we why are we talking about the Jack Ash Society today? We're not so even. The John really Birch talking Society,
1: basically like, goes back. To earliest like red scare days, where it's like everyone is a communist. Dwight Eisenhower is controlled by the commies. It everything is a communist plot.
0: How the terrible. UN is a
1: communist plot.
0: One world government. Oh, how scary and bad and awful! And you know, mm-hmm. fascism is great.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, it's like bingo. You can just like the, <laughs> you know, we have our we have our like you know constant checkup of like where was adf or mike ferris involved in one of these stories Mm -hmm. and then there's the like the other side of it which is really more like robert evans's surf is the uh when does the john birch society show up in it and it's everywhere (laughs) Everywhere. so uh, yeah
0: yeah yeah um if you want to learn more about the john birch society go check out the behind the bastards episode. This is really just sort of, um, it's a couple context. episodes. It's, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah,
1: obviously, but yeah, uh, context for
0: our fave is in the news again. This time, instead of uh, explicitly training children to be soldiers for Jesus, he's and I say this with every single bit of sarcasm and all of the air quotes rescuing 60 orphans from Ukraine yeah yeah Matt Shea is in the news again
1: fucking Matt Shea
0: why we already did two episodes on this dude like I was so ready to be done with him
1: he's like not in he's not a representative anymore like he's not an elected official he's just a fucking pastor again and like could have kept it that way would have been great would have been nice
0: and yet, here we are.
1: Here we are. So, um, what's, this, what's the gist of this story? I'm so tired of this. Oh my I'm so God, tired of this.
0: Okay, so, basically... so Mario <laughs> Yes. Um, got bombed because there was a war on, in case no one knew. Um,
1: Breaking news from Europe. Yeah,
0: Putin's destroying Ukraine for shits and giggles. Um, and so there's a ton of refugees, obviously, and uh, Mariupol got exploded, and apparently, um, Matt Shea took it upon himself to, again, with all of the sarcasm and all of the air quotes. <laughs> Rescue some "quote unquote" orphans from Ukraine and bring them to Poland with the intention of adopting them out to U.S. families.
1: Yeah. So, for context, let's get let's give Matt Shea all of the possible credit, and then we'll like, you know, (laughs) go very far away from there. Um, his wife is Ukrainian, and they have apparently been in a couple years long process of trying to adopt four Ukrainian kids from this orphanage. So there is a legitimacy to the initial connection. However, the organization that they are working with is a hosting organization. It is not a legitimate, like, adoption agency they basically set up what functions as like exchange student experiences for orphans but like you have to understand like when we're say when we say orphans like that's not necessarily mm-hmm. accurate um what has Catherine Joyce taught us about this universe
0: it's fact yeah it's real fact like and this is something that I feel like we've touched on a bit before, and it would be really interesting to get Catherine Joyce on to talk about this a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Christian, very conservative religious Christian families adopting international children is a whole fucking thing. And yeah. it is terrible. It is a, It is really exploitive, really awful. My, like the churches I grew up in had a lot of like very similar kind of, oh, we're having international students come over and you can host them. And the whole point of people from the church hosting these international students was to convert them to Christianity. And that's a large part of what the whole point <laughs> of uh, adopting international students is, is to collect children to convert from their heathen origin um, beliefs into well, your particular brand of Christianity.
1: And another part of this that like really is disturbing. And this is, I think, why and Joyce's work mostly centers on is like when you have Christian quote-unquote adoption agencies swooping in during a conflict like a political crisis um, there's such levels of instability that you do have children who are like unaccounted for in terms of like their family but it does not mean that they do not have family or that there's Mm -hmm. no one willing to take them they oftentimes like do have extended family members who are not given an opportunity to take them in there's often just like you know to taking advantage of the chaos to like yep functionally kidnap and sell these children because like they get money through that that adoption agency process um you know rich white christian americans are willing to shell out and uh, you know there's the there's the above rubies set of these that will shell out for you know black babies and then there's the set of these that are like you know white supremacists who will go for ukrainian russian orphans like yep. this is a thing and yep. we've seen this so many times in the homeschool community where it's like you know this circumstances that they were adopted under like were they legit it's a foggy and you know when Catherine Joyce did her, her investigative reporting, like there's like these moments where it'd be like, yeah, there's a family member who like thought it was like a temporary thing. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't, um, you know, it just, it's really, really distressing to, you know, know the background of this universe and to watch the news be like, 60-odd orphans rescued by...
0: <laughs> by this weird, wacky conservative from Spokane. It's like, no, he is not rescuing those children. He is stealing them. Like, there is no... You don't... You don't take 60-plus children out of a war zone and attempt to home them in a different country while there's still a fucking war on. That's not rescue.
1: Yeah. And... You know, Shay's over on Polish national media, giving commentary about this thing like you know the, this is these are rumors, they're malicious, like part of our team like works in anti trafficking stuff because clearly hating porn is the same thing um right. and uh, <laughs> and it's like. And this, these rumors are disrupting our humanitarian aid project and I'm just sitting here like
0: oh my god mm-hmm. which totally squares with the way he's handled like reasonable questions from the government by being really hostile not telling them who he is demanding to see identification from like the government officials and being yeah like, the
1: Polish government was trying to get some basic info about him yeah. like, he was just being super cagey which, like, wonder why.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and he's like, we've been working with the governments, and the governments looked into it, and we're like, no.
1: No, like, I'm from the government, that's why I'm checking. Yeah,
0: like, not actually doing that thing. Yeah. And his uh, his shady organization that was just recently registered in Florida instead of Texas has no website
1: mm-hmm.
0: that works. This is the hosting org. The hosting organization, yeah. Yeah. Like, so, like... Christian adoption, especially Christian international adoption organizations, are already shady to begin with. This is extra shady. This is this is even more shady. Like,
1: this is not our normal levels of shady that we are used to. This is, no. like, even more sketch. Okay, so this guy he's partnering with, Paweł Howiecki, is a Polish uh, fascist Christian organizing dude affiliated with all the Polish alt-right. And he, um, you know, he's got his own podcast and news network and uh, he's, you know, pushing like the story of, you know, Matt Shea saving the day. He's, you know, this kind and generous American pastor who's coming in. Um, But how do they know each other?
0: (gasps) Well, they met in 2018, and um, I'm pretty sure the connection is uh, the John Birch Society. Our our lovely, lovely friends there.
1: They they're both members. They're both members of the John (laughs) Birch Society, which like, you know, explains like, yeah, of course, if you believe everything is a communist plot, you're. I mean, like, yeah, no, no wonder you're going on national television in Poland, being like. These accusations are Russian disinformation.
0: Right. Which is really funny. Total sidebar, but really funny because so much of, like, the American, right, is, like, pro-Putin because of how anti-queer he is and how, like, basically Christo-fascist he is. But then you have, like, Shay over here, like, this is awful Russian communist propaganda, (laughs)
1: Like I need them to like get the actually like please don't please don't get your story straight. Please <laughs> at each other's throats. Please never figure this out. Um oh my god, it's it's just like it hits every every mark. I'm just like surprised that like Ferris isn't there being like, This is a homeschooling issue.
0: Right, rights, I know. I'm wait, like
1: parental rights would, you know, kind of yeah, you know, be counterproductive for this. But yeah, um, so the, the man who was like, let's train children for holy war in like actual combat and um, is like, let's take all the these Ukrainian orphans and put them in Christian families.
0: In the US. In the US. During war. <laughs> Cause that's- They're already not-
1: traumatized. We can't traumatize them any further, clearly. Right. Like they're perfect child soldiers. Yeah, Perfect. but you know,
0: the thing that is traumatizing to them according according to Shay is uh officials checking in on their well being.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's what's yeah. traumatizing is yes. actual responsible adults in the room.
1: Just like HSLDA would say that having, you know, CPS, making sure that we were safe and fed would be mm-hmm. traumatizing to us.
0: Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. other thing that's interesting about um the Polish pastor and his organizing. Is there is like a right wing contingent in Poland, a religious right wing contingent in Poland it's at a that.
1: Very strong right wing Catholic contingent in
0: Poland. But it's yeah. it's all very Roman Catholic and he is the evangelical, like kind of the only evangelical branch. So the uh the kind of Polish version of the SPLC, the Never Again um organization, have been watching him like, what is this? This is yeah. this is sketch. Like there's already sketch, but this is like an entirely different vein of sketch and his movement is very well funded because um he's got a bunch of friends in the US. So that's that's also concerning. Right.
1: And and the you know the name of his church is covenant something or other which is just like a huge red flag for me in terms of like covenant theology being associated with christian reconstructionism and like that line of you know the presbyterian's subculture like the presbyterians would like to disown them very firmly but yeah they're they're within that tradition so yeah it's um it's just like like Fundy Bingo over here. It really guys. is.
0: I I legit had to do like a double take looking at the name of that church because I was like, wait a minute, that's not the same thing.
1: Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah, it's um, it's a whole load of stuff. It just <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I don't know. I'm just like, I guess. I guess. My thing is like what what here is is new that like the American media won't just like already pick up on because like he's already seen as a total dipshit. You know he's been convicted of domestic terrorism for his like holy war document, which we got into in depth. Yeah, I you know deleted from my brain on purpose. Uh, We we love ADHD selective memory. But like, so I I think the thing that maybe would be missed in like normal American coverage of this is just like how many Christians are not gonna like see this as a problem because of mm-hmm. the context and the 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 history of adoption
0: yeah, as well, a in, trafficking system. Exactly, it's it's a very kind of normalized thing in mainstream churches. The other thing that um, the other thing that I've been seeing is there are now U.S. missionaries at the border preaching salvation messages at people seeking refuge in Poland, just shouting at them to accept Jesus and everything will be fine. Mm-hmm. So, like these two <laughs> things are very common. And have I like, have I gone on my rant
1: about? The missionaries in Kyrgyzstan when I was in Peace Corps who would say that they were Peace Corps volunteers. Have I have I talked oh, about yes. this on the show yet? Yes. Yeah. Um just like the whole you know using the humanitarian aid like cover um you know that language uh to to like hide what you're actually doing with like your proselytizing. Like Mm-hmm. it's so textbook it's so common and it just like drove us crazy when we were you know volunteers in in Kyrgyzstan, where we were like you know legitimate you know with the the embassy cards and our mm-hmm. wallets and all that stuff where you know we had a visa to be there for this purpose and like the missionaries like weren't allowed to be there as missionaries and so they said yep. they were volunteers and everybody just assumed that meant Peace Corps volunteers and so they were lumped in with us there and people would be like, oh, do you know the volunteers that have the Bible study? And we'd be like, they're not volunteers. <laughs> so like this is a I mean, I think this is a thing that we've seen over and over again is like Christian missionaries like you know coming in as tourists and overseeing their visas or mm-hmm. coming in as teachers and not actually doing what they said they're doing like this like whole, you know, we're we're just gonna the the ends the means. We're here to save souls, and like mm-hmm. we'll lie through our teeth until, you know, people take us seriously. Yeah, like,
0: yeah. Which is also exactly the same thing that Shay is doing. Like he's using the humanitarian rhetoric. He is like, people have asked him if he's gonna be <coughs> training these children for Jesus war and he's obviously said no but just because he says no does not mean that's not the plan
1: also like, you know he could be like well I'm not going to be doing the training
0: right exactly my wife is it's yeah, fine. yeah they'll <laughs> enroll in our private school run by our church aka me and they will be taught how to cook and clean and fight combat Typical American education. It's fine,
1: normal. Instead of doing active shooter drills, you are the active shooter. Right. Oh wait, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that's cute. But too. that's the <laughs> oh, that was cross line. Um. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but the thing that the thing that gets me the most as I am seeing more and more people report on this is the way they're phrasing it as Matt Shea rescuing 60 orphans. Whatever the fuck he is doing is not a goddamn rescue. Mm -hmm. Like, flat out, doesn't matter. This dude is bad. His motivations are bad. Whatever the fuck he's trying to do to rehome these people to other Christian conservative parents in America, that's not a rescue. Those children's lives are not going to be made better for him being part of it.
1: Well, and and just to frame this, like, we have friends who've been doing runs to the border um, from you know various parts of Europe and picking up refugees and getting them across the border. And like, that's not, you know, they're not, they're not on rescue missions. They're just helping. And they're not going on TV to talk about what they're doing. Like they're not, it's not about them. This is not their thing. They're not trying to gain publicity. Like there's, Yeah, you know, and so to use it as a like, you know, a a media op is just really
0: gauche. That's already a sign.
1: But yeah, like, but then the framing of it, like, he's not rescuing them, and like, there's there was this comment in the, you know, his interview with the the Polish news show where he was just like, there's a second orphanage that like was we were gonna rescue the kids with, and they won't come anymore because they would rather risk russian bombs then be used as russian propaganda um like this other group has been already Mm -hmm. and i'm just like saying to me like or (laughs) or they found out that you were sketch as fuck and we're like now we got this we'll find it we'll find other help
0: there are other ways better ways in fact than getting in a bus that matt Shea organized just gonna throw that out there.
1: Yeah the the, the shades of the homeschool passenger van. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> like it's just it's And so that video. Sketchy. Just
1: like oh yeah. Oh it's my god! Yeah, sad.
0: yeah, yeah, and like, and that's a thing too. So, like, a, a thing in Germany that's happening is a lot of companies are giving their employees like free time off to mm-hmm. go help. Like, you can take, like, you don't have to use your vacation days up to go do a supply run to help refugees or to, like, prepare your home to take in refugees. Like, you just have that time. And that is a huge thing that is happening in Berlin. Nobody is, get, is like… Doing this for the clout, everyone is doing it because it's the right thing to do. No one is making mini documentaries of themselves and their like American friends getting off the plane to take a 15 passenger van to Poland to rescue children. We're just doing it because a, it's the right thing to do.
1: Didn't Matt Shay get himself in trouble for like Islamophobia toward Syrian refugees? Like, oh, yeah, I'm sure. So, like the the hypocrisy and the like just like blatant white supremacy that's happening here is just like it's so in your Mm -hmm. face um i'm so bored with it like it's It's, just like it's so boring it's the same story over and over and over and over and over
0: yep yeah it's really like the more the more i think about it the more just enraged i get at like this bullshit and it, it it bothers me that not enough people are calling out the bullshit that is so just clearly obvious, given mm-hmm. everything else that's happening by everyone else who is not a Christo fascist.
1: Does do you think that this is a an attempt at like rehabilitating his public image to set up himself up for another run for office?
0: I would not be surprised. Like, how is it going to look if? You know, he runs for office on I saved 60 Ukrainian orphans and someone else is like, but you're a terrible person. It's like, well, but I saved the cat. (laughs) Saving the cat is very compelling, especially to Americans who uh, are quick to forget bad shit that white men do.
1: Yeah, if, if you just bring up save the babies, everybody stops thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Critically, it's just, yeah.
0: And I mean, possible. anything he goes. Gotten a book deal, so this is his, this has got to be his comeback. Mm. 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 Most pastors just settle for the book deal, and that that's enough. But no, he has to go steal children oh, right. in the middle of a war zone.
1: Unlike Driscoll, he doesn't have enough slush money lying around, so he can just go and buy up all the stock of it and get it on the New York Times bestseller list. QN. Yeah.
0: I mean, you know.
1: he's got to so sell that book somehow.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You got to earn out. <laughs> yeah.
0: But like that would that would totally make sense because he has dropped out of the public eye for the last year. And the first thing we see him do is this, quote unquote, humanitarian mission. And what <laughs> what also is hilarious to me is like. He and his pastor buddy are like the people who are against us doing this are bringing politics and religion into a humanitarian issue. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry, <clears throat> who's the fascist here? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> who's, who's the pastor and former politician?
1: i don't I don't know I any mean, I don't think there's anyone involved <laughs> like that here, no
0: not. no, no, and and definitely the other pastor who also founded an entire political party and an entire political coalition with zero separation between religion and politics is not part of that at all either no, mm-hmm. no it's mm-hmm. everyone else bringing religion and politics into it,
1: Karen, it's a communist plot,
0: I mean clearly like what what else could it possibly be not not legitimate concern for i
1: want to know what the john children. birch society like weekly email newsletter going going out about oh this thing
0: me too <laughs> oh if anyone is somehow on that mailing list it wants forward it. I <laughs> you'd would have to be to we, we'd have it. to have a
1: listener who's a john birch society member
0: like no just a mole uh,
1: no, you'd have to be a member to get oh, it. Yeah, that's true. You mean you would have you would be a mall, but you would have to be a member.
0: Yeah, yeah. So,
1: mm. Yeah. Well if that's if that's you, I'd like to talk.
0: Yeah. We'd, well, I'm we'd sorry. like to talk, but to you also please forward that.
1: <laughs> please forward that and then we'll go back outside. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> I would I would love to be a fly on that wall. Not for very long, but only for that conversation.
1: Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. It's it's, it, you know, it's just going to be like Matt Share and Madison Cawthorn. Which one of them's going to like?
0: And Madison Cawthorn is also like in the <laughs> news right now. Mhm. Mhm. I saw that today while I was out doing hearings and I was just like, "No, I'm already dealing with with one." And no, we can't. Bad can't. person I can't deal with two. right now. <laughs> I refuse. My sanity is worth more than that. I'm sorry. I'm like No, no. Limiting it to one. <laughs> one at a time, please. Please wait your turn until the next news cycle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I miss this because I was not on Twitter for the last 24 hours. But,
0: yes, I'm... Um... I'm sorry, and also I'm I'm glad that you got that sorted.
1: Yeah, for those who miss it, I got a, an email notification. I was driving to pick up my friend from the train station, and I pulled over because this email notification was like, you have a, a suspicious login on your Twitter account from Moscow. And I was like, oh. And then it was like, two-factor authentication has been turned off. Was that you? Your email address has been changed. Was that you? your phone number has been changed, wasn't you? And I was like, Fuck. nope. So I couldn't get in and Twitter security finally got back to me early this morning and got me back. But um, until then, um, the account was blocking my friends who were reporting it as hacked and uh, shilling NFTs. And my profile picture was uh, an NFT monkey, which like, I just... Did- Like I haven't ranted about this on the podcast because I don't like talk about it a lot, but just like NFTs are destroying the climate.
0: They're so bad.
1: They're like it's not even just like the like oh this is a fake thing that like is inflated in value. Like they literally Literally. don't exist and also crypto is destroying the environment. I would never
0: anyway. No, like literally setting, like killing rainforests with the amount of energy that they use to fucking make this fake ass bullshit. That ah, uh, I hate NFTs with a fucking passion.
1: Yeah. Um, In case anyone
0: wasn't clear on that.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So yeah, this was a very exciting last twenty four hours, and you know, and now I have to yell about Matt Shea because fuck that fuckwad. And, like, I just I just don't have the bandwidth for Madison Cawthorn also. No,
0: no, 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 no. He's not worth it.
1: But, yeah, I, it's basically, like, one or the other of them is going to f- try to figure out a way to rehabilitate their, you know, profile to try to, like, yeah, you know, be the next people to judge of the, the third round of the Trump administration or whatever.
0: Yeah, I feel like that. I would not be surprised to see that that's what Matt Shea is doing, especially given that, you know, elections are happening again very soon. Mm -hmm. This would be a very easy way to curry favor with the right wing again to let him back in after they kind of slapped him on the wrist for um, coming up with the whole plan to murder people.
1: Hanging out with Amon Bundy.
0: You know...
1: You know, just like a fascist here, a fascist there. Yeah, yeah. You know, fascist yeah. on the back porch, because, fascist like, in the kitchen.
0: And that's the thing; like, it's not that they actually disagree with any of it. It's just that they know better than to be caught agreeing with any of it. So as soon as he comes back like, with, we're a not nice... supposed
1: to say that out loud, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> but as soon as he comes back with like a nice redemptive arc of, no, I don't believe that, but look, I rescued these orphans from war from Russia, which is big and bad and scary. Then they'll be like, "Oh yeah, we hate communists too." Look, which like, just just in case
1: you're listening to this and you you didn't know, like Russia is not a communist country, no, and has it's... not been for like as long as I've been alive. So yeah. like, no,
0: just no. Yeah, there's we we could spend a whole other episode, and I do want to get into that sometime, just on like the. The switch from like when the GOP hated Russia to when they started loving Russia, and like mm-hmm. HSLDA's going from fear mongering about Russia to having like parental rights conferences there.
1: And also Bill Gothard like making the, the wisdom booklets for uh, at the behest of Russia. Like, yeah, there's like there's ties there, and it goes way, way, way back. But um,
0: that's, that's another, another t- episode, <laughs>
1: another episode <laughs> for another day. Yeah.
0: Oh my god! So, um, I guess the uh, the takeaway that I want to leave everyone with is: whenever you see an article framing this as Matt Shea rescuing, please immediately reframe it as not rescuing.
1: There's no humanitarian interest here. Like, if there was, like, why wasn't he involved with the Syrian orphans? Like, fuck you, yeah,
0: fuck you, you fucking or like. Any, like, actual organization doing the work. Like, yeah. there are actual organizations working with refugees, including orphans.
1: That have, like, and it's... reputable websites and their 990s are public.
0: Right. And and who are actually certified by international agencies to do this shit. And his bullshit organization is none of those things. So, I repeat, again, this is not a rescue. This is... And also,
1: like, we don't even know if they're actually orphans. Like,
0: just. (laughs) Yeah. There's so many things. So many things that are wrong with this. And none of it. Rescue is not the word. Stealing is better. (laughs) Like. Yeah. That's not not how any of this works. So. For
1: usual. Yeah. Okay. This is a short episode. We're just too mad. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> really Correct.
0: Like, every headline you see, the end.
1: We had two things to say and we said them and now we're just...
0: Now we're done. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, if we like tried to drag it out for another 10 minutes, I would just be like...
0: Now we've said everything we need to say. Cussing and, and
1: gutturally growling. Yeah. There's nothing left.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no. We're good. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, next episode, we'll be getting into more fun. Fun stuff, possibly related to Russia.
1: Mm-hmm. I'll have some
0: news. Yes, oh, so much news.
1: <gasps> <laughs> we keep we keep teasing us. This is different news from last
0: different time. news, this different
1: news, different and more exciting new news.
0: Yes, um, but yeah, we'll we'll save we'll, that for later. We'll, yeah, we'll see you next time. Okay, bye. bye. You've been listening to the Kitchen Table cult Podcast. Our music is from the track Janet by the band the Heavens on their album Nazo. Our producer is Dave the Great. Our podcast is made possible by Patreon donations from listeners like you. To support us and join our community on Slack, check out patreon.com slash kitchen table pod. Thanks for listening.